Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Well, 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 well. Well, 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 well. <laughs> We're social distancing podcasting. That's how we do it, Claire. We don't want no dangers, no troubles here. I don't like it. We're not in the pod studio. We're out in the main room. That's right. It's so Mason and I can record from like a great distance from each other so we're not touching each other's faces like we normally do. Oh, Mason, we? of course, from my more popular podcast, <laughs> oh, the yeah. Weekly Planet popular podcast. Here he goes. That's right, everybody. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> Me talking about my other podcast. Right. Okay. Let's stop with the ramble. This is suggestion. Podcast. We are married. Um, my name is Claire. That guy is sitting right away from me over there, even though we're married and we sleep in the same bed and everything. And everything. And everything. <laughs> Don't give away too <laughs> He's much about James, life. otherwise known as Mr. Sunday Poovies. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no movies. You're jokes. lucky you're so far away, Claire. Yeah, that's, so this is hey, what's going to happen tonight. Yeah. I'm really going to stick it to you. Yes, yes, yes. Because you're far away, you can't get me. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. Um, am I going first or are you going first? You're going first. Right. I got a very quick recommendation up top. Uh, just- Wait before you say anything. Uh, I don't like your face. Uh, I don't like what you're about. And I'm sick of you. Because all we're doing is social isolating and I have to stare at you all the time. You don't have to stare at nothing. I'm next to a couch. Yeah, I know. I am staring at nothing. Yeah. You. Ha! Sorry. I'm very pregnant. First the poo joke and now this. I know. It's a real low common denominator kind of show tonight. Well, that's fitting with everything we do every week. Okay. What's your so, quick recommendation? Uh, so Sneak it in. Th- today, and this is going to go up on the weekend. Flip me probably one. Sunday, <laughs> probably Sunday. I sorry. interviewed uh, Michael Shanks, who people might know behind the Wizard of Oz. Uh, the Wizards of Oz, sorry. He did, he's got a, re- a really great stop motion blend live action uh, short film called Rebooted. That's just come out and it's amazing. He also did the uh, Star Wars George Lucas edition, special edition trailer for The Force Awakens, which people probably remember from a few years back because it was a massive deal. Anyway, we talk about- He also the, did that. Oh, okay, hang on. I don't want to spoil it. What's what? I was going to say the tennis thing. No, is that what you're recommending? No, that's why. No. No, all <laughs> I'm saying is you check out his channel, Tim Tim Fed. And also on Sunday, I've got a video version of the interview going up with all the clips of the behind the scenes stuff. And he's- process of filmmaking because it's fascinating really the way he got started and the projects that he's worked on and this is like some high quality stuff that he's done on a really low budget but also made waves in the film industry in a really big way you're going to be seeing this guy a lot and i've also got an extended audio edition which i'm going to put on the weekly planet uh, feed as well but anyway so check that check that out if you want and check him out but that that's going to be who's that michael shanks Shanks. that's all tim tim fed uh so what I've been watching though, and I'm only three episodes in, and apparently it's very good. It wraps up very well. It's called Devs. It's from FX and creator Alex Garland. It stars Sonoya Mizuno uh, as Lily and Nick Offerman, who's that name I can obviously say much better as Forrest. Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec. He's Ron Swanson. Yes. He's So she's like a programmer. He's like a Steve Jobs type. And it's from the curator of, uh, it's a like a drama thriller set in the 
future. Oh, that's that thing that I watched for a bit and then that's it was right. awful and then I had to go to bed exactly. and I had a weird dream. This guy wrote 28 Days Later, everybody's favourite film, Sunshine, uh, Ex Machina about the robot. Remember the one about the robot? Yeah. Uh, Annihilation. Did you see Annihilation? Yeah. That was great too. I so, actually did really like yeah. Annihilation. So he, it's this eight uh, episodes of this new show. It's, it's a one-off thing called Devs. And the story is, and I don't want to get into it too much because of spoilers. It's very metaphysical. It's very metaphysical. It's Yeah, it is. It's very like makes you feel terrible about everything. And the music is very is upsetting. everything that you <laughs> yeah. love. I know. Actually, okay, just a side note before you summarise the plot of this depressing thing that you loved. Yeah. It was so hilarious because you turned it on and immediately the music I was like, oh, no. You're not going to like And this. five minutes in you were like, oh, this is an excellent show. Yeah. At the same time that I was internally screaming and going, now my whole world is like turned upside down and I hate this and I feel sad and I have to go to bed with all these visions in my head. Exactly. It's an excellent show yeah but right. you love it so if you so, like anything up james's alley which is dark and depressing and twisted and it's not that dark and depressing it's um so lily who's the lead of the show the, yeah. the, the lead Let character the listeners be the judge of how depressing this sure, is sure well you can do that that's absolutely fine her boyfriend works for uh works for this company as well and he gets moved into a new department called devs they're developing something i'm not going to get into what that is specifically but as a result of that something happens to him and it's kind of Lily investigating what's going on behind him and what uh, they're up to in devs. And really, like I said, it's a drama thriller about algorithms and, uh, and like predictions of the future and the past and kind of the tech world and in relation to Society, but not only society, because everything's about society, isn't it? In a way, yeah, everything it's a is lot about, about society. physics, though, right? Yeah, physics a lot of and physics maths. And things like that. Yeah, but yeah. you don't need to know anything about physics and maths, obviously, because I fall into that camp to to understand it. But it's also about how you know how these things are worked into, like the government and how the government often wants to step step into big tech companies, but also should they be stepping into big tech companies? Because what are they using that information for in the first place? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You look at things. What's happened to Facebook and other platforms where they've literally shaped the face of the planet? you know, the, how, how information is presented to people. So, look, like I said, I am only three in three of the six or eight. Maybe it is eight. I can't remember. I think it's six. But anyway, it's great and I can't wait to finish it, but I've got a bunch of editing that I've got to do and I also have to watch a bunch of stuff for Caravan of Garbage, including the Fantastic Four <laughs> 2015. But, look, that's what's happening Claire, okay. in my world, right. what's happening in your world? Well, I don't stop directing the play. This is my show. I'll direct it how I want. Wait a I minute. want to stick this on this show? for a minute. One thing I wanted to say, it was really interesting. So I only watched like 20 minutes of it and then I sort of fell asleep. And then I woke up and went to bed because I'm prego. P.S. I have a bowling ball sitting very close to my pelvis slash nether regions and it's very uncomfortable. Mm. It's like someone punching you repeatedly in the groin. Claire, if you wanted to that start. That is what pregnancy is like. If you wanted to. Bullshit if you about the glowing thing. a separate thing. podcast about how <laughs> you just complain about this beautiful event. That's absolutely yes, fine. Yes. But for me, Claire, I respect <laughs> nature and the privilege of parenthood. <laughs> and you come in here with your negativity about parenthood and quite frankly, I'm not having it. Parenthood, schmarenthood. I'll punch you in the in the groin and you see how you like not it. Not there, you won't. Internally. You got a bloody gallbladder removed and I had to hear about it for forever. No, that's In fact, not- during the operation afterwards you looked at me and you were like, oh, my, because the gallbladder, how big is it? It's what, about the size of like a peach maybe? No, I, honestly, that didn't show me. Like a small pear? Sure. You looked at me and you were like, you had a baby removed. How did you do this? 
I was fine. I was it up was on like my feet in no time. I, I had mate. a cane and I was hobbling around. Yeah, you did. You bought himself a cane. I was like, I am not lying Listeners, down for a He legitimately for a week, bought himself told, a cane. They told me to do. But this I was is like, a man who owns a cane and, they were like, take, and a baseball bat. They were like, take these Oxycontins. <laughs> and I, yeah, I do. And I was like, I don't take Oxycontins. And then I took one and I'm like, these are actually a real head fuck. I'm, not, I'm actually not going to take these. Anyway, let's not talk about how brave I am. No. What were you I saying? Was, oh, <laughs> Anyway, all I'm saying is it's very hard to concentrate with someone punching you in the groin yeah, on, on a regular basis. I keep getting woken up every five minutes with reflux and then a punch to the groin. Mm. I mean, look, I'm sure like I'm going to love the baby very me, much right? and I'm very lucky and I know it's a privilege and a joy. But also this end of the pregnancy sucks. Agreed. That's all I wanted to say. Good oh, night, good afternoon, good evening, good night. I appreciate the wonders of it. But anyway, go All on. right. All Keep I want to say was it's kind of interesting seeing the actor who plays Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec um, in that scary show you were talking about playing like quite a serious character. Yes. Yeah, and he does really well. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. He's not just in Parks and Rec. He's in many things. He's in the movie say, Sin though, City. He has to be one of my favourite characters. He's terrific. That's a great show. It's a great show. All the way moustache. to the end. Dude. It is. All the way to the end, that show is consistent. Do you know the only other moustache that rivals his moustache is Tom, Tom Selleck's moustache? Yes. Everybody knows that, friend. Claire. That's all I want to say. I want to raise you another moustache. <laughs> you ready? Here he goes. Yeah. Mustacho man. I don't actually have one. I was trying to think. Oh. I couldn't. I was like, <laughs> I was going to name some people that we know. And then I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> no, play well for a larger audience. No, it really doesn't. Yeah. Well, this was a great and enlightening episode. I once grew a horseshoe. Are you supposed to be quite wishy and funny? Because that was Not this the time real of drop of Mason's the ball. Mason's the witty funny one. I keep the ship running here. The shit running or the ship running? All of it. I would say the shit because it's a bad show. Anyway, do you have a recommendation or Sorry, do you just want to complain? Sorry, uh, yes, side note. Okay. Oh, God, I'm just so uncomfortable. Okay, so uh, my first recommendation is a six-part mystery thriller series. Ooh, it was the most requested new show. I love how you do your own hype. Ooh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Ooh, sounds hey, good. someone's <laughs> going to be interested in what I'm saying. <laughs> Ooh. I think if you're at home and you're interested, you should help. You should help out and be like, ooh, just do it yeah, out loud. Please. Hey, that sounds great. <laughs> you're ruining my intro. No, no, sorry. Anyway, so it was the most requested new show in 2019 on the BBC iPlayer with over 20 million requests for the series one. Uh, so there you go. It's a popular BBC series. As most of you know, I bloody love a murder mystery thriller series from the BBC. Did you branch Quality. out more, Claire? This one is great, though. It's really interesting. It follows Sean Emery, a British soldier convicted of committing murder in Afghanistan, whose conviction is overturned due to problems with the video evidence that was crucial at his trial. Once freed, Sean returns to his old life, but a night out with friends takes a turn for the worse, and he still soon finds himself embroiled in an incriminating video footage kind of her, and she, he gets arrested Freshly promoted detective who's like quite sexy and cute. Oh, sexy and cute. But she's like sexy and kind of like and smart and, you know, Ooh. a young kid on the block. Rachel Carey is keen to get to the bottom of Sean's mysterious past but soon finds that the truth can be simply a matter of perspective as she begins to uncover a complex conspiracy. Didn't anyway. It, didn't it not really, end that well? Um, no, I really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, it's a slight anticlimax but still satisfying. 
It's really interesting. It familiar. kind of, I won't spoil it, but it does deal with a lot of themes around CCTV and video footage. Surveillance. And how surveillance, this yes. This state that we're currently living well, in. Well, correct. And I didn't realise London um, particularly, the amount of cameras. There are cameras everywhere Oh, in my God. Yes. And it really looks at that. So it's that kind of whole idea of the state is always watching mm. and just that whole, like the moral ambiguity of, you know, counterterrorism and what the lengths the government have to go to in order to, you know, keep everybody safe compared to civil liberties and freedom of speech and freedom of movement and and how that intersects with technology. I think it's all, it's very, very interesting. And actually living in the times that we're living, this extraordinary time of COVID-19 and the virus and stuff and, you know, the moral and ethical questions around that. Anyway, so it delves into a lot of that kind of stuff. That's really interesting. And I really enjoyed it. It's also just like a rollicking good thriller. Gets you really absorbed. It's very takes British. Your mind off things. It's very British. A lot of people going, Mom, uh, what do you think of this evidence? <laughs> and she's like, it's pretty good evidence. Yeah. But can it be trusted? Who knows? Holiday Granger plays Rachel Carey, the DI, and she is brilliant. I would I highly recommend um, her performance. She's great. So I haven't actually seen her in anything else, but she was great. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, that's mine. What's your second one? I put my phone away in my pocket. I'm going to take it back out again because oh, no. my computer battery is dying. But don't worry, I'm all over it already. Don't I even see. stress. I can pad for time. Uh, this is a fun thing that I'm in, that I'm okay. going to recommend today. Did, my, did I make sense? Yeah, that my, made sense. Okay, good. It's perfect. It's about the state and what yeah. what is social media or whatever. My brain, looking is, at people, my brain at the moment feels like a bowl of scrap. I don't know how eggs. you're going to get, well, after you've had the kid, hey, what, what excuses are you going to make, Claire, this time? You know what I mean? It's always an excuse. Sleep deprivation. Oh, my God. Depri- you can write off that for a few years, almost certainly. Yeah, well, you've been writing off it for your whole bloody life, mate. Nothing wrong with that, mate. That's how I live. Continue. What's your little recommendation? Uh, it's, a rec- it's, a, it's a YouTube channel called Up Is Not Jump. And I actually think you would really like this one. It's a dude. I think he's English, maybe he isn't, but I think he is. Uh, he does do video game reviews like he does an in-depth review of the history of Mario called Mario Maker 2 is an absolute nightmare. Oh, that sounds right up my alley. Yeah, but let he me was finish. That good sarcasm, That's I'm not bad at what sarcasm. I want to talk about because he also <laughs> does this thing where he annoys uh, his wife constantly. Well, yeah, she's in it. Yes. She often does a lot of the filming, but he also does things like he does a cooking show. And this video in particular is called, there's a few of them, but cooking with Gordon Ramsay is an absolute nightmare. And what he does, he plays a video of Gordon Ramsay making a beef Wellington and tries to make it along with him as he does it. And he's just befuddled by the whole thing. He's like, this isn't, it's just, it's very funny and really clever edits and, and fun jokes are just exasperated trying to keep up with the way that Gordon Ramsay is doing things <laughs> and how that his doesn't match up with what Gordon Ramsay is doing. It's very, very funny. And he also does one uh, recently with, that's called uh, Carpentry is a Nightmare and he follows along with a builder who builds a, uh, a shelf from scratch, just a freestanding set yeah, of shelves. Yeah, I'm always blown away by yeah. I cannot build and things. The, and the way it starts is because the guy will suddenly be like, so what you want to do, you want to take you, and he'll just name some it, some 
very specific woodworking tool and pull it out. And he's like, I don't have that. What do you <laughs> like? He just jumps. He just jumps straight into these really specific woodworking tools. And it's, again, he's really exasperated and. Just the, the whole thing coming together at the end is is really quite funny. So it's called Up Is Not Jump. It's a YouTube channel. Up it's, is not it's jump. Very, it's I very like that good. Name too. And it's 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 like it's different. It's like uplifting. And if you if you you know if you're like the state of the world, the state of the world, you don't have to worry about that for the 15 minutes of these videos. And that's what yeah. we all want. That's what we want. All Things I want. that are dumb. Yeah, and I take agree. our mind off stuff. That mm. sounds awesome. It is really. That awesome. sounds much better than the terrible cooking videos I've been putting up on Instagram. Oh, here we go. Subtle plug. Appreciate it, Claire. Well <laughs> oh, done. They're really. You bad. want to talk about it? You want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah. All right. So my Instagram account is at Claire Tonti. I don't really know what I'm doing with social media. I'm not good at it. Can't film myself properly. And I'm terribly pregnant, so I look terribly horrible in the videos. But that is not the point because I am a free, untamed woman and I do not care for society's beauty expectations. She says as she's tethered to the kitchen. (laughs) No, I choose to be there. It's my happy place. I like it there. It's nice and there's nothing to worry about in there. Anyway, other than cutting myself, which I nearly did in oh my this God, week's you cut yourself every video. Day, yeah. I know. Thank you for filming. This no week problem. I tried to make a beasting cake. Oh, mate, you have to go and watch the video, but probably don't. It's not that exciting. However, what a bloody disaster. And you ate a lot of it, and I'm worried you're going to get a sore tum Yes, that's entirely possible. But look, I think it's important you're out there, you're trying new things. That's really cool. I'm giving it a burl, Shirl. Giving it a burl, Shirl. One day I'll learn how to edit and make better videos. Nah, but don't right now, this it. is the only content I know. I didn't really learn to edit, and I'm fine. I'm doing all right. So don't, don't stress. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's all self taught, isn't it? I'm a very intelligent man. You can tell by the way I do this. Hmm. <laughs> ah, the classic James. Mm. That's why I ended up married to you. Sorry, pregnancy reflux. Yeah, it was in our vows. It was. Mm. I said, please do the hmm. Mm. I liked it. My actual recommendation, not my terrible videos on uh Don't tell your videos short. I think they're great. <laughs> Thank goodness because you had even our friends were like, I was really invested in the time you cleaned that blue pot. <laughs> yeah, well, your mates, you had... Oh, which is something that's really nice. You had a video com- like call with all your mates on Friday night. Had a few cheeky whiskeys. Yeah, just a couple, mate. Don't just, even worry uh, about it. Just talking to all your matos. Yeah. Yeah, and one of your mates who I wouldn't have expected was really invested in me cleaning my blue pot. <laughs> that is a really satisfying video, though, because I learned how to use bicarb. Yes. And it just cleaned the black stuff off my blue pot that I love. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. People are real desperate for content. I really appreciate him watching Yeah, exactly. It. Okay. Good on you, mate. Good on you, mate. Who knew that one day I would be super prego cleaning a blue pot for the internet? Me. Okay, so this I have some more recommendations. This is Claire's segment called What the Fuck to Do with Your Kids When They're Home and They're Annoying You All the Time. Done. Okay. That's good. You don't need to edit that. That was perfect. Great. This is for little kids. So I would say kids probably mm, under seven. Under seven, but over 10. Got yes, it. Over 10. Maybe under seven, over two. Mm, good. Uh, under two, mate, all bets are off. Put them in a playpen and hope for the best. Under two, um, you know what they're doing? Doing a poo. Doing mate. a poo. <laughs> I was going to say that. Anyway, this is, sounds really simple and obvious, but uh, it's a really great tip. Something I did during teaching, but I was reminded of it um, by a website called Five Minute Mum. And it's just really an awesome site for okay. some cool ideas. But this particular idea, stand out. I did it and it worked a treat. Put away all the kids' toys. 
Like put them all put away. Put them in the bin. Put them all away. No, as much as you can or put them in baskets, like tidy them up so the space is clear. Get yes. them to do that the day before. Really put stuff away. I can't stress that more because if you have a whole lot of stuff out, the more stuff that's out, the less they'll play with it, which sounds counterintuitive, but it's often really true because kids get overwhelmed and then they just say they're bored. Then you make a couple of things really special. So you set up like a rug or I had a picnic rug that I put down or a mat, something, you're laughing at me, but you no, just I think put it's something great. out that makes it special and even better if they're watching telly or something at this point so they're not really invested in what you're doing. Um, and then you just put out a few of the special things. It might be like a couple of little animal toys, maybe a little bucket of water or a cute little bit of felt or like a little tree that you got or a ball, couple of books. Yep. This week I got an egg carton and I just cut the lid off it and then I stuck a couple of Duplo Lego characters in it. Yep. Um, and that was it. And then... <laughs> And, like, they're not all toys that I didn't go out and buy. They were just in our cupboard, but I'd put everything else away. Yeah. And it was such a hit because what you want, the dream is, you want them to be independently playing and not bothering you <laughs> so you can have a cup of tea. Absolutely. And also, but independent play is actually really, really important. It's great for social and emotional development. No, it actually is play. I, why is no? Amazing. It I'm is. agreeing totally. with you. Carol Dweck has a really great TED talk about that too, mm. about the importance of play, how vital it is for our kids. And I think particularly while we're all at home at the moment, it's a really challenging time to try and find ways for them to play and let them be free and don't feel guilty about it at all. Anyway, so when they disappear into that independent play land, you don't have to be there for it. They didn't even oh, realise they've done forgot. it. They just I know. slipped into and, it. Yeah. And you can feel so good about yourself because you know that they're working through social and emotional stuff. Yes. Um, they're using their imaginations. They're building our language. They're using like their dexterity, building on their motor skills. Genius. So that's what I would do. Sometimes some kids might need you to like play for a little bit with them, kind yeah. of just like sitting on the floor modelling a few little things, particularly littler kids. But then once they go into the mystery <laughs> land of play, you walk away. And make a cuppa. Yeah, you're just like, oh, just give me a minute. And then you just step away. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but the key is less is more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you've got an infinite amount, not that we have an infinite amount of toys, but if you've got a lot of toys and a lot of baskets, they just kind of, they don't really, they might, they don't really rifle through them and then, or they're looking for a very specific things and they can't find it. Yeah, it's a little bit like when you have a really messy space, it's really hard to think clearly. Yes. Which is why this studio gives me heart palpitations, but you don't seem to care about it. But it's just stuff everywhere. Whereas like if it's clear and just a couple of special things, kids, I've, I have done a whole lesson with little five-year-olds with a jug of water and a cup yes. and I just made it special and they bloody loved it. But it's water. They see it every day. Love it. You trick them. You trick them. Trick- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you trick them. Also, Play School, which is on um, the ABC, which is, is our Australian Broadcasting Corporation, <laughs> did a really great coronavirus uh, special for little kids. Probably oh. like five and under, maybe six and under. It was just really clear. It was uh, created by a child psychologist. So that it's very non-threatening, really just clear, honest language. So if you're struggling with how to talk to your kids about the virus, particularly younger kids, it's just really plain speak, lots of fun songs about washing your hands. and yeah. um, But very clear and concise. So trying to – because sometimes kids – 
build up little stories in their head about what's actually going on. Yes. I also just watched it because I found it really quite comforting Well, it's quite straightforward because, I mean, yeah. it's a little bit better now, but our government was like, stay indoors but not too much indoors and stay, not don't go, go near each other but you can go near each other some yeah, of the time. Yeah, there's some confusing messaging out there. So anyway, I thought that was really good. And Jacinda Arden also did a press conference, I always yeah. bang on about her, um, about how great. the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy are essential services. Which I think is outrageous. They are not essential <laughs> services. Oh. Right. Ridiculous. Oh, you anyway, kidding me? Really cute to a show rabbit your kids. Throwing dirty Just eggs in the garden. Dirty eggs? Going house dirty? to house. I eat sweeping those up eggs. germs on the way. Oh, I'm not God. even interested. I'm, I'm living with the Grinch. Mm, the I Grinch am. of Easter. He's the Scrooge of Easter. He's the Scrooge of Corona. And also on that, she said, colour in some eggs and put them in the window. Yes. So kids can go on an Easter egg hunt. We've got a teddy bear hunt going on around our neighbourhood. That's right. Where And I think a lot of people are doing this all over the world, which is really beautiful, yeah. putting teddy bears in their windows for kids to find when they go on their right. government-sanctioned exercise walks. Yeah, so definitely. there you go. That's something fun to do. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else to recommend? I think the most important thing is that everybody oh, remember that we'll all get through this. Some people are panicking that this is going to become the status quo for the rest right. of our lives. Okay. But at the very least, it's going to last until Here the end of the year. Goes. Bearing in mind Stop. it's not hey, even May Stop. yet. So just Stop. don't <laughs> panic. Anyway. All right, he's, he's stalling. He's got nothing else. I don't, but I do have a review because you can actually review the show. You just oh, do it right now. I have one more recommendation then. Oh, you can do that then. You can, can do I do it. that? Can yeah. I can I recommend something on my own show? That's right. Okay, two things. I've got a couple of recipes. One is a pumpkin scone recipe from my great aunt Joe that is on Instagram at Claire20. And it's really cute. She, um, Her family collated all these recipes in this recipe book. After she passed away, she was just like a really great old lady. And the pumpkin scone recipe is delicious and I've made it a couple of times and it's, you know, idiot-proof, really easy and awesome. <laughs> and the other thing I made this week was from Tanya Ramsey. It's funny you should talk about Gordon Ramsay. Tanya Ramsey, who is married to Gordon Ramsay, she did this cookbook that I found like in a bargain basket in a chemist one like years ago and it's it's just called Homemade and it's really, it's just a great book. There's so many good recipes from that. Um, I've already recommended one of them, which is my lentil soup that you love, ah, my spicy lentil soup. I do soup. love the lentil soup. Yeah, that's really good. And this week I made sweet potato and carrot soup, which I like to call orange soup. And it was so delicious and yum. It was really, really good. So I might put that on my Instagrams too. Actually, I think I already have. You've been doing a lot of cooking. I gotta, I gotta feel like I gotta do more cooking. I haven't been doing that much cooking lately. No, because it's a stress relief for me. Oh, cool. One other thing I would recommend as well before you read the review, James. Yes. Have to say, you got to have a good cry, mate. Nah, I'm not doing it. I'm stoic. I'm Let one it of those out. Guys. Feel all the feelings. Because feelings are for feeling. No, no, I'm one of these guys. Hmm. Oh, you're famous. Hmm. I'm serious. I had a really good cry last night, and I feel so much better today. That's great. Well, I didn't have a cry, and I feel terrible. So I don't know what that <laughs> says about me. Yeah, that's because you got to cry. I just think this is a bit of scary times at the moment. Nothing wrong with a good cry, mate. Just let a it cry, all out. mate. Mate, a crymate, a crying mate. Primate. A prime, a crying primate. Primates, Matt Stewart. Hug a crying chimpanzee. Don't, they'll bite ya. Will you. Will they? If they're fun, they're not. Oh. Yeah, they're mean. Yeah, actually, they are. They eat each other too. They eat each other. They, they eat really people. do. They'll tear your face off. We went hunting them. 
Well, not hunting them. We didn't kill anyone. We, we just like went walking through we the jungle. Them Look, the we jungle. tracked them. It was really That's cool. what we're tracking. It was really cool. There was one that had one hand, and the reason it had one hand because it got caught in a poaching trap. And what happened though? The poachers couldn't get anywhere near it, and all the people. So that so they were trying to like release this, but the the, the community they circled around this particular chimpanzee, so they so that they wouldn't let anybody near it, so they could cut it free of this trap. And they were bringing it food. They were bringing this chimpanzee food because Here in the goes. community Is it was one of the chimpanzees the that they were looking story? after. They weren't eating each other, and. Anyway, eventually the hand kind of withered and dropped off and the chimpanzee escaped. So this chimpanzee is just running around the forest with one hand now. He's still out there. What's he up to? He's probably dead now. But what's he up to? He's probably dead because of the one hand thing. Are you done now? That's crazy, right? That's community. What? You That's got, community. It is because they, they could have left that chimpanzee or hit it in the head with a rock. Who knows? They could have done many things. Mm. All right. You're done with your boring story. This wasn't a boring story. It was an exciting story at the time. And also they told another story of how one of the one of the trackers that they had, they brought them into work goes. because it's a conservation thing. It's not goes. for shooting. But this guy used to poach chimpanzees. Okay, and they, enough. Listen. Okay. And they recognised him and they and they he realised that they couldn't have him work there because they recognised his face from Why even years ago. Why are you talking about like this? What's years going ago. On? Listen. And so he couldn't work there because they recognised him as the threat that he used to be, even though he wasn't there to poach animals anymore. He only used to do it to, to, yeah. to feed his You know that I was there. I'm telling so the listeners. You You're not the only one who listen. listens to this. <laughs> Even Collings listens to it. Yeah, he does the poor, long-suffering If you want to review the show, you can. You just do it in app. You this can. is what Wamaskalina says. Uh, I want the podcast dog to have his own show, but this will do it to her, but we her. appreciate that. And uh, it's a five-star review. Just in app. It's as easy as that. It said, I enjoy hearing... James lose his mind as the world falls apart around him. Yeah, you Look, can tell he's really teetering on the brink. All you need is moment. a good cry and a chimpanzee story and a cigarette, and you're back out there. Don't even worry about <laughs> it, mate. A whiskey with your mates while they talk about your wife's yeah. posh. Okay, what's what's next? What's that's, next? That's a cooking utensil, guys. I'm not smoking any uh, doobies anywhere. <laughs> you doobies. You don't sound like somebody. <laughs> not at the doobies, moment. Yeah. I'm going to get on it when I'm retired. I'm just going to be a massive bong head. With long grey hair. Yep, exactly. James has been threatening to grow his hair since the minute that I met him and when he had I a am. Beatles haircut with I a am. red streak. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to grow my <laughs> hair Side out. note, James used to dye his hair shiny, shiny black and then with a red streak in it and it was long. It was like shoulder length. It was, it was not shoulder awful. length. awful. It was the world's worst haircut. Yeah, I don't well, know look, what if we're talking world's worst haircut, why don't we talk about the fringe that you had that you cut to your own head? Well, when it we can't met. have been that bad because you bloody kissed me. Well, I was me. about to say, it can't have been that bad for you <laughs> because we're married, sucked in, and I'm growing my hair back again. <laughs> no, but I knew that I could fix your hair. And I knew that one day I'd trap you in the kitchen. <laughs> All right. Oh, Lord. Uh, you got any it's, recommendations it's for people? It's into madness. Okay, yes, I do. I have a lovely email. You can email the show at suggestiblepod at gmail.com. You can also follow us at suggestiblepod on Instagram. Not that I've that. been posting very much, but I should be. And on Facebook and the Twitters. Hi, James and Claire. This is from Hugh Rivet Karnak. Great I name, love a Hugh. hyphenated great name. name. Yeah. Thanks for a great podcast. You are welcome, Hugh. I have a suggestion for these times of lockdown. Wild Earth on YouTube. Ooh, twice daily live safari drives on two reserves in South Africa near the Kruger National Park. Amazing to follow the big and little dive while being – oh, live. I think he means live. While being very educational at the same time. Evening drives could be tricky with your Melbourne time, but you can try and make it work. Thanks again for the podcast, especially James' the more successful one. Thanks, That's right. You. <laughs> no, really, that sounds really cool. Wild that Earth on really YouTube. Good. Yeah. Correct. I also have another recommendation that I forgot oh to sneak in. We have got a couple of new shows that have popped up 
in the Planet Broadcasting Network, which is what we run currently. We do. We've got lots of extra shows in there. So if you're looking for extra content after, obviously, this one and the Weekly Planet, there's three new ones. Obviously, you know, the ones that we love, like Do Go On, brilliant. Lots and lots of other shows. You can check them out at planetbroadcasting.com. Just Do Go On. No, but I want to talk about three new ones, or relatively new. Sure. One is Only Wrong Answers mm-hmm. with Kate McClellan and Kate McCarthy. They're hilarious comedians from Melbourne. People might know them from Get Kraken. Get Kraken, mm. uh, yes, or their YouTube show, which is also really good. Terrific stuff. Um, which is the cooking show, I'm yes. pretty sure it's called. Catering Great. Show. Anyway, they the have got – Yeah, the catering show, that's right. They've got a podcast called Only Wrong Answers. Also, Hat Jam. I've talked about this yes. before. It's a musical show. It's by Cab Temberley. Um, uh, who used to sing with Eskimo Joe. That's My right. brain just went crazy. He still sings with Eskimo Joe. Um, anyway, it's a great show and it's really interesting. He talks all about songwriting. So if you've ever wanted to write a song, I have. he talks to he, the most recent episode is with Ben Lee. Ben Lee, people might Musician know Musician Cigarettes Lee. Will Kill You. And apparently you. they take mushrooms halfway through because they were in LA and Ben Lee was being all musician-y. Oh, my God. I know. So I think it all derails a little bit. But it should be interesting. Listen, that's Hat Jam. And the last one I want to talk about, which I'm really excited about, is called Time to Die. Yeah. Yeah, by a lovely friend of ours, Tom Whitty, hosted by Ben Russell, and who Tom you may Whitty. know from many things around the traps. That's right. Um, and the it's, Grub, uh, also Game Me Game Game, a bunch of other yes, stuff. Yes, many yeah. other things. Do you want to explain the premise, James? Basically, uh, I've talked about this recently on the Weekly Planet, but essentially these two sit down and they bring in two comedians and each of the comedians have to write the other one about three to four minutes of stand-up, but the stand-up is abysmal and they have to go up and then sell these terrible jokes at a live comedy event. And it's the idea is that whoever kind of gets the most laughs without changing it, you just kind of have to do it you as is. You have to is. read the other You, you can make it your own like with your own jokes. cadences and pauses and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you have to read it. Yeah, and, uh, and it's just fascinating and kind of also liberating for some comedians and also absolutely soul-crushing. Yeah, so yeah. it starts with like where they discuss what their kind of direction they're going going with and what kind of comedian they are and they listen to you hear like a little bit of the actual stand-up and then you go out to the clubs and you hear them actually do the performance at, after that and then they have they interview them directly after they're just like, oh, my God, that was an absolute train wreck. Or some of them are like, oh, that wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was going to be and, and whatever, but – yeah, it's great, and you should listen to it. Um, well, there's there's three that are coming out, but th- then it'll be a little, there's a little bit of a pause. There's, um, yeah, because yeah, which is a shame. I know because yeah. it's um, it's really awesome, and there will be once things oh, are yeah, back definitely. and rolling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really worth listening. There's a new episode coming out this week. Mm. Uh, yeah, go check it out. Time to die. That's right. Unfortunate title. No, perfect title. <laughs> Totally perfect. You get those clicks, man. It's get those title. clicks. All right. We've been Suggestible Pod. You can find us on all the places at our Suggestible Pod. And now we're going to descend into madness. I'm going to keep editing. Good for you. Get, Feels good to have Get a, out there, James. My job, whatever this is. Feels good. Feels good? Yes. All right. Uh, you going to bed? What are you doing? Um, I don't know. I'll hang around. You should watch that rebooted show before you go to bed. It's good. Yeah, right. I mean, get, so trying to get you to watch it. Tell me what to do, mate. Stop telling me what to do. What do you think of that? No, never. That's my job in life because oh you would not know God. what to do. That's very true. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Bye. Ow! This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 